to be right here in these chairs dr angel yes as always on thursday night so good to be here it really is we had a sound problem last week with facebook not with the station with facebook and so a lot of our audience listens on facebook and so we are going to try to incorporate some of the content from last week's show aren't we we're going to kind of and some new stuff yep but because it was such an important topic, now they're on the they're all on the edge of their seats. I know, what right? What was this important topic? <laughs> well, it was the value of truth. That was the important topic yes. as we start this new year. And so we were not able to get it out to the Facebook audience that usually watches it because of the sound. Yes. So we're gonna talk about the value of truth. New info, some old info. Why are we even doing a series on truth, Dr. Angel? Well, you know, truth is a foundational issue in our life. Like, personally, it's foundational for us to to grow. Um, But in our relationships, if we don't have truth in our relationships, we don't have a good quality relationship. Um, And so truth is a really, it's a foundational concept. Okay, tie that into trust in a relationship. Oh, sure. I mean, they're, I mean, I always call them a married couple because, Truth and truth trust, and trust go you call together. Them? I never knew that. Yeah, till right this minute. Yeah, they're kind of a married couple. They go together. Okay. So, right. You know how? When, tell us. Tell us. Well, how. truth builds trust. Okay, it does. And lies diminish trust. That's exactly so right. So that's why they're a married couple. Like trust can only build when we have truth. Okay. And so the relationships that are based on uh, half truth. Mm-hmm. which we're going to talk about half-truths mm-hmm. again tonight, or the relationships that are built on just a little smidgen of truth and the rest of it being a big old fat lie, mm-hmm. right? But it's the way we said it. Maybe they'll buy it, you know, that kind of thing. What's wrong with that? Well, we're not building true and real quality relationships when we have even those smidgen of non-truths or lies or white lies or whatever you want to call it. Right. Um, and we did address white lies last week, but let's address them again. Sure. And any other, like red, black, blue? Are there any <laughs> other colors that have to do with lies? I've heard them um, talked about as half-truths, um, all kinds of white lies. We come up with all kinds of ways but of saying But white lies this. in our culture kind of designates that it's not bad. Sure. It's a way of relieving our guilt. Oh, okay. So if we can accept that, oh, a white lie, you know, we do it for the benefit of the other person. That's usually what we think we're doing. Ah. We're protecting somebody else, right? Or we're protecting something. We don't want them to know the truth exactly because they might be hurt. Sure. That, oh, those are very acceptable to tell a white lie because we're protecting somebody. So then we don't have that guilt. We don't feel bad for saying them. So the average person uh, in our culture would define a white lie as? I think they define a white lie as a lie that you would tell to that is, doesn't, is not important. 
oh, it's not important. That's a good, that's a good. Or it doesn't, you just don't want to hurt that other person. So Mm -hmm. you will tell the white lies so you don't have to hurt them, right? Sure. Or if you know they'll be upset at something, well, I'm just telling the white lie to keep peace in the house. Right. Okay. And do white lies ever catch up with people? Sure. I mean, lies (laughs) catch up with us, period, I think. Um, white lies, straight lies, half lies, whatever you want to call it, it's all the same. And they do. And when they start, people start catching up with that, it really diminishes that trust in those relationships. Yeah, I heard someone say this week when we were talking about this topic, and I don't know who I was talking to about it, but that you can get into a habit of white lies. Or maybe mm-hmm. we said this last week maybe on the we show. Did. Maybe we did. Uh, that you can get into such a habit of white lies that it's your normal. And we did talk about we this last did. week. We did. And that let's is so true. Let's quote us on that. Let's quote us. Let's quote ourselves. That, no, okay. it's true. Because you can, can, like some people, the more we do it, the more automatic and, you know, kind of a habit it becomes to do that, you know, when you're late for something instead of, you know, well, I you know, left late or whatever. Oh, well, there was an accident or yeah. this happened or that happened. And so, you know, because we're trying to save face or whatever it is we're trying to do, but we don't even think about after a while. It's just the lie comes out first, not even the truth. Right. Exactly. In Florida, you can just use the statement traffic was bad. And it's not a white lie. <laughs> well, nine out of ten times it probably yes, there's it traffic issues, is, right? So, but but I get the point. The point is that we cannot tell, quote unquote, a half truth because it will catch up with us. And how does it do that? Well, it catches up with us, I think, in a a number of ways. First of all, um, we are, it hurts our character. When we start making those kinds of compromises, it opens the door for other compromises and it kind of tears down the character of who we are. It does. It tears down the character. Um, How do you think half-truths affect our self-concept? Well, you know, you bring up a really good point. I know. It just came to my head. Here's what happens. I don't think we talked about this last week. We didn't. Okay. But here's what happens for some people. Like, they get so used to telling these half-truths that they don't think of them as half-truths anymore or lies anymore. It becomes their truth in their own mind. It's their truth, yeah. Yeah, so they're kind of living this ultra-reality that they've created in this world of half-truths. So I know a couple people talked to you about the show from last week, and and, and we needed to, and we'll, we'll do it right now, expand a little more on your personal truth. What does that mean to individuals? Sure. I mean, our right? personal, yeah, our personal truth is like who we are, the essence of who we are, and it's going to have some ugly things in it. It's going to have some pretty things in it. It's going to have failures and successes and, you know, disappointments, but that's still our personal truth. Okay. So um, how out of touch are a lot of people about their true truth on the inside of them? Well, I am quoted I'm for saying... I'm asking a PhD licensed <laughs> mental health counselor, professional, who counsels all week long and is booked up usually most of the time. But you can hear her credentials on our commercial in a moment. And that was just a little parenthesis. Go ahead. Do you no, remember the question? I do. I tell I love pe- to kind of you know get you, you t- thrown off 
so you don't remember and what it's the probably not going to be very hard this week considering it's been a long week <laughs> um but i tell people a lot we lie the loudest when we lie to ourselves okay i like that and a lot of people are like you know we make excuses for the negative behaviors we have and all like, oh it's not that bad or it's not as bad as such and such or it could you know and so we keep accepting that it's okay but it's not okay because it's hurting or destroying our lives, or our relationships, or our goals, or maybe even who we are in our character. So do you think a lot of people, Dr. Angel, aren't aware that they mislead people by half-truths? Oh, okay, I think there is a conscious awareness, and some people are very consciously aware that that's what they're doing. And I think they do it to be manipulative. I okay. think there's oh, another group. Oh, <clears throat> let's explore that before you go to your, well, go to your second group. Okay, so and I think there's another group that it's become a habit and it's so second nature that they're not even thinking that, they're not aware. Okay, let's go back to group one, the mm-hmm. manipulators. Um, what makes a person into a manipulator? Because it goes along with this telling the truth thing, don't you think? Well, you're kind of asking me a very loaded question as there is one cause to become a manipulator. Oftentimes, people learn to manipulate as a survival oh, technique. Okay. So right. they may, they're as a part of an unhealthy relationship where they're not getting their needs met. So they learn to manipulate so that their needs can be met. It's a survival technique. Okay of unhealthy relationship. A lot of kids learn this very early on um, when they come from from peer relationships or family relationships in which they had to learn to manipulate to, to get those emotional needs met. Okay, so w- when in relationships where there's a lot of manipulation, is lying always a part of it? Well, yes. I why, mean, why would you say it because like that? Because we're trying well, to yes. control. Well, yes. <laughs> because we are, to manipulate, we have to control the perception of the other person. So ah, the information. That's good. That's good. Yeah. I mean, that's part of how we manipulate. Right. We're controlling what information they get or do not get. So we, or what they believe. Right. So we may have half-truths or white lies, but we may have lies of omissions, too, or we're not saying information that would be important, too. Okay, in uh, Christian circles, we've heard for years in, in churches, sins of omission, sins of commission, right? Mm-hmm. So do you want to explain those two differences? Sure. So we can still be lying when we are not telling information. We're leaving out something important to a situation. Okay. That's still a lie. We're That's a omitting, sin of omission. We're omitting important omitting information. Important information. So, and commissions where we're flat out just doing it in front of, you know, we're saying the lie. So we're committing that lie. Okay. So do you think, Dr. Angel, that our culture fosters people to tell half-truths? Oh, absolutely. White lies. I mean, you can't turn on. It was funny because I did a research paper on this when I was in grad school. But you can't turn on most TV dramas without there's always those characters in there that are yes. manipulators, They're right? Manipulators. That's They're the true. ones that cause the drama or give, you know, give the climatic, you know, part of the show. But they're lying. They're controlling the information they let other people see. So true. Even in like uh, crime shows, like yeah, you you can almost not turn on many shows. Really? You will always have that person That's who's so the manipulator. Good. That's so good. Yes, that's essential to the plot line. It's very essential to the and plot line. And it's essential to how people are perceived by others. Would you sure. agree? Yes. So if we can control that 
perception that people have of us by just telling them a little bit of the facts, not all, but just a little bit, or leaving out the most important thing, you know? Right, or highlighting the things we want them to see and kind of, you know, covering up the things we don't want them to see. Mm -hmm. And so because we see this and all of our, a lot of our television shows, a lot of our movies all have this manipulation piece to them and some dynamic, that becomes normal. It's normal. And acceptable. Very acceptable. And why is it acceptable? Because, and I know I'm older than you, but growing up, it was very important in our home and in with my grandparents and whatever, that none of us told lies. And I can remember my grandmother, even when a bunch of us were little, and staying with them sometimes for a few days at a time. And if she caught one of us lying, I mean, it was, the threat was wash your mouth out with soap. Right. That's a big threat. And, well, I mean, that was what she used. That's what. Now, I don't I don't think I ever had that happen to me, but I will think I think that a lot of people back in years past, grandparents did threaten that. Sure. I mean, that that's a foundational thing. And then I think we just kept, you know, compromising and compromising and compromising to well, where we get now where like, I mean, there's been news stories of people saying that they were attacked by this certain group of people and that never even never happened. Never even happened, right. They were trying to control the narrative, right, mm -hmm. of why this was so important for their cause. Now, they might have had a very worthy cause, but at the end of the day, they diluted that and the cause got lost from all that manipulation and lying mm -hmm. and damage that happens as Stories a result. Stories that didn't really happen. Correct. And, and that happens all the time to where when people are victims of crime, a lot of times they're questioned about their own integrity and truth telling because we have people who will completely make it up and lie about it. That's true. Yeah. And with a straight face. Absolutely. So in this whole aspect of telling half-truths and lying outright, do people get better at it as they get older, oh, maybe? Yes, they do. People do get better with it. I, I've just been thinking about this recently because it seems to me like in our culture, half-truths, lying, safe face, perception are almost rewarded. Sure, they can be because you're getting, you're getting what you want when you're right, doing that. So right. really... The goal is whatever means possible to get this outcome, if it's of this friendship with this person or this romantic relationship or this job or this whatever. What about dating sites? Okay. And yeah, I don't do anything like that, but I know people who do. Sure. And I know people who have gotten serious about people and hardly know them. Sure. Because you, people can put anything they want and they're putting... They're telling you they can be flat out lies. They're, a lot of times they are, and we're taking them as truth. I know somebody who recently uh, went out on a date with someone, and uh, on the site, he, he took a picture in front of a big boat. Mm -hmm. And she said, well, tell me about your boat. Where's, where's your boat? And you, Do you take it out very often? I don't have a boat. Well... I saw on your site you were standing in front of a boat and said something about your boat. Oh, oh, yeah. Well, that was a family member's boat a long time ago. Sure. And, 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 and actually right. had to admit it because he would have actually had to take her to a boat that wasn't his, right? Sure. And the people do that all the time. They are putting, they're trying to create this story, that this narrative that they want 
other people to see that they think is attractive. Right. Okay, so that's one of the incentives, sure. right? It's one of the reasons people tell half-truths or mm-hmm. why, right? And they can do it through words, through photos, through a lot of means. Right, yeah, absolutely. Um, and, and because we are in a society right now that is dangerously full of misperceptions, mistruths, alternative facts, mm-hmm. We talked about alternative facts yes, we last week, and you, you said you mentioned it. Somebody mentioned that to you this week, mm-hmm. right? What is that? Well, alternative facts are facts that aren't true, so they're not facts at all, <laughs> so they're lies. Let's, let's just, like, get to the bottom. Oh, that's we, the real meaning of we them, We just a keep lie. calling things. We come up with, you know, more and more fancy names, I think, to absolve us from the guilt of, you know. Of that, lie. Of lie, because that's so such an So an alternative word. fact means this situation I'm telling you right now is an alternative to that other fact. To the and, fact. And, but I'm literally calling it a fact because... Then I can believe it easier and write it into my narrative of truth. Oh, my heavens. Mm-hmm. We've lived with a lot of that in the last few years without getting political here. But on news stories and oh, things sure. and finding out what that didn't happen. You know, sure, and I think you're right, and and it's not just political stuff. It's all it's news everywhere. across the board. It's not just political. It is across the board. The society is not what it was when I was young. <laughs> I mean, I, that's true. And not. how many people like go online? And I hear this all the time in the council room. They go online and they'll find this piece of information. They're not vetting the source. A lot of things online are not truthful or accurate. No. And they're tainted or twisted or manipulated to make you believe a certain outcome. And I mean, and they believe it so hard and it's so hard. No matter how much evidence you give them, they can't accept that that wasn't true. So that brings me to this question. This is different than last week, isn't it? It's way different than last week. Okay, so that brings me to this question. Why do people want to believe something without checking out the facts? You know, I do not know, but I think we have this. I have inside information, first information. Uh, I'm special because I know this detail. I know something you don't know. Correct. Like like a third grader. But that makes people feel better about who they are, more valuable in their self-esteem. Would you believe that happened to me today? Really? Yes. I cannot tell you who it was, and I cannot tell you what it was about, (laughs) so we have to be careful. But the fact this thing was said, this will happen on such and such a date. I said, what will happen? I cannot tell you. I know, but you can't know. And it's not about a surprise birthday party. (laughs) Okay? It's nothing like that. So I do think, to your point, Dr. Angel, that people love to be the one who's got the inside information. Oh, yes, they do. And when somebody posts something on Facebook or any other social media, people accept that as the gospel, so to speak, Mm -hmm. the ultimate truth. Um, And especially if the person is well-known or maybe educated, then and they don't check they're not looking for themselves how many times have people put just a little bit on facebook and then they start getting all these comments what's going on tell me what's going on are you okay oh yes that happens all the time that's i call it the that's baiting it's baiting it's baiting people and baiting attention but that's manipulative Mm -hmm. right like if we're gonna put something out there and we need support then we need to be able to at least share enough that publicly is appropriate but oh my gosh you know 
I'm having a really horrible day and I, you know, whatever. Like it's baiting people and it's manipulating emotions to get it, it sympathy totally and empathy. And, and and the person who goes on dating site and writes things like, um, I'm just tired of dating. I want to find the right person. I want to, so, so, let's see, sunset walks on the beach. Sounds like I read these things and I don't. But I have people that have told me what they said. Sunset walks on the beach with the perfect person who I want to settle down with and get married and whatever, blah, blah, blah. And and tell them all these things. And then as the per- person gets to know that person, no, I don't think I'll ever get married. You know, It's just a bait. It's a, it's bait, a, bait. a bait and switch. It's totally a bait and switch. And Explain you know what? bait and switch to some so of our bait audience who may not we, know what those are. We tell somebody one thing. And then we switch it when we get them hooked on our bait to the what we really want it to be. It's very much done in advertising when they'll put something, an ad out and say, big screen TV, you know, for $125, right? And then you get there and yeah, they don't have that one, but they, oh, they have this one that's three times the money. Exactly. So I got stuck in a bait and switch. Um, This is kind of, was it ruined a vacation for me. I had rented a cabin. I remember. Remember for Christmas. Four or five years ago, right? Yeah, and I thought I was, you know, I had picked the cabin that was like three bedrooms, really big to accommodate all my kids and family, paid a lot of money for it. I get there and then they try to give me a cabin that was like a quarter of the square footage, no bed bedrooms just pull out couches for the same money no difference and i had to take legal action to get my money back but it really ruined that vacation because we had nowhere to no stay. place to go we had to go to family's house but that wasn't the same as our cabin was going to be you know right. so so the bait and switch problem is a problem of lying it's exactly what it is and you're right and when we get that in advertisement all the time we do but we we do that with relationships we do that with people um all the time i mean with my first marriage, I mean, uh, that was a bait and switch because, oh, we met <laughs> rollerblading and I love rollerblading. I was an ice skater, so I love skating. And w- that was dating was the only time we ever rollerbladed because he hated it after he made me think that, oh, it's so much fun and I want to do it all the time and did it during the dating. And as soon as and you say I over. do, there was never a rollerblade to come out again. <laughs> uh, bait and switch. I want to give you one more example right after break. Here we go. We'll be right back. If you want to call in during the second half of the show and give us a comment or a question, you can. 727-441-3000. Be right back.
informative radio for the Sunshine State. Dr. Angel Falzoni specializes in a variety of therapeutic areas, including trauma, depression, anxiety, post-traumatic stress disorder, stress management, self-esteem, interpersonal relationships, ADHD, behavioral addictions, as well as spirituality issues. A Florida native, she holds multiple degrees, including a bachelor's in education and philosophy, a master's of arts in professional counseling and marriage and family therapy, and a PhD in psychology. Dr. Angel is also a Florida licensed mental health counselor. She has worked with youth and adolescents for 14 plus years and has worked extensively in women's mental health for the past six years. She has worked in agencies providing mental health services to family and youth at high risk. Dr. Angel is an accomplished psychotherapist who works with children, teens, adults, couples, and families. Dr. Angel has advanced training and experience in working with LGBTQ-specific individuals and issues. Dr. Angel can help you. Just call for an appointment at 727-501-6557 or online at drangelsdevelopment.com. Dr. Angel Falzoni, support for individuals, couples, and families. 727-501-6557. Prompt professional service is what you will receive when you allow Marsha McAllister of Charles Rittenberg Realty to help find that perfect home or list your home for sale. With over 23 years of experience in the Tampa Bay area, you will enjoy a smooth transaction from start to finish. Call Marsha today at 727-417-0707. Now is a great time to buy or sell a home. Call Marsha McAllister at 727-417-0707. This is the Tan Talk Radio Network. Okay, who's singing that? Oh, that's Miranda Lambert, White Liar. Oh, okay, I'd heard it before. White Liar, yeah. Okay, I, uh, truth comes out a little at a time, and here's a bombshell for you. I've been lying to. Yes. Uh, all right, <laughs> and that's the truth. It is that the happens. truth. I mean, it's like you can't kid a kidder, or you can't deceive a liar if you're that's who you are too, right? Yes. That's the concept here. That is the concept, and and that. We have learned to accept that whole white lying is completely acceptable and should be practiced. Well, it's a matter. Whoa, let me get my mic here. It's a matter of integrity. And we kind of talked about that or opened the subject last week. Mm -hmm. Why is truth so foundational to a good relationship? If you're just somebody asks you, hey, it shouldn't make any difference. I mean, she'll believe what she wants to believe or, you know, whatever. Why is telling the truth? I mean, really telling the truth, not the Mm -hmm. half truth, not the quarter truth. Well, because when we have truth, we can have trust. Like when we have these lies, they're changing. They're usually constantly changing. And it's not the real who the person is. When we have truth, we're having genuine communication. Right. Even if that truth is a negative truth, it's a genuine communication. And we can work on that. So I was um, – actually, I was watching a video on um, relationships um, 
today in one of my training things I was doing and they were talking. So what happens is when we have like we're hurt in a relationship for whatever reason um, and we are lying to cover it up because, you know, we're saving face or we don't want to have the confrontation with whoever it is in our life. We start putting on masks and facades because we yes. have to protect yes. ourselves. Right? right. So then we're, you know, everything's really great in our world because we can't let them know that something could po- we're hurting in any capacity. And basically, we just pull those relationships completely apart with more facades, masks and lies. And so when we have truth, we can genuinely look at something and work on it and change it or make it better or get help. But when we have lies, there, there's no growing in that. Right. We're burying ourselves. And we have to start putting up walls to protect ourselves. Ever seen uh, things in movies of masquerade balls where people mm-hmm. have on, you know, a different face mm-hmm. and whatever, and then they go and... And I think a lot of times when people are liars or half-truthers or whatever you want to call them, it's it really is a, a false face, a false presentation, right? Oh, absolutely it is. Of who that not person their is. Tr- it's not the truth. Right. You know, and we can be truthful without, and I know we talked about this last week, that just because we walk in truth doesn't mean everybody gets to know our business. We can be guarded with what information we give yeah. without lying about information. Right. I, I don't want to share that or you know you know we can give you know truthful information without and still protect our privacy we don't have to lie to protect our privacy right one thing we talked about last week and we i want to bring it back up this week why do people avoid truth why is it so easy to slip into the half truth the partial truth the outright lie Mm-hmm. than to just tell the truth. And we did talk about this last week, but it bears repeating for people who may not have listened to that show or couldn't because of Facebook. Okay, no, because there's a lot of reasons behind that why we don't just tell the truth. Part of it may be we don't want a confrontation. Right. Because there's a lot of people who do not like confrontation of any kind. Um, maybe we have a fear. We're trying to protect something we're afraid of happening. Okay. Um, we're thinking a worst case scenario or some fear. Maybe we're trying to protect our self-esteem. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe it's an advantage we're getting. Maybe we think we're protecting somebody by telling this lie or half-truth or white lie or whatever it is we're telling or maybe we're trying to get an advantage for ourselves right and so we get a payoff from it something better um and then there's that we talked about this last week too but there's that pleasure zing when we tell this lie and get away with it it's like one upping one up over one over on someone yes. right how many times have you heard and you see it in movie plots or whatever uh, the college kid that just has his friend write all his papers for him sure. or whatever, right? Which is deception, which is lying. Sure. Right? Cheating. Cheating. That's all lying. those things. Um, and there don't and a lot of times they don't get caught, you know? Or they have a they say they have this degree, that degree, but they never have to prove it on something, and, and they really don't have that degree at all. Okay, so I'm going to tell you a, a story that happened um, at a place I worked at one point. Um, they literally hired somebody who claimed to have a bachelor's degree in a certain area, hired him for the job, and weeks later, he did not have that degree, and it came out because he accidentally slipped and said something that made us question, wait a minute, what's going on? He never had the bachelor's degree. Oh, wow. Totally lied about it. 
Happens all the time. But got by with it for a while. Yeah, got and by was with it, it a for slip a while. of his own tongue? His slip of his own <laughs> tongue. <laughs> okay. Because well, lies aren't really our truth, so our brains yeah. don't categorize them the same as way truth. as experiences and truth, right? Oh, we got a caller. Caller, who are you? Talk to us. Hey, it's Nan. How oh, y'all it's doing? Nan. Hi, Nan. How are you? I'm doing well. How y'all doing today? Good. Good. We're having fun talking about truth and lies. I know. I wanted to comment about the lie part. Okay. <laughs> Let's talk about the lies. Why, why does someone lie? Let's see. I met a guy one time. And it was a situation at a voting precinct, actually, many years ago. Okay. And I had my camera, and we got in a big, I got in a big argument with the people, and they were going to expel me out of there and stuff. It was real crazy. But anyway... He held my camera for me outside in the line, and you know, I had to take it to the car. Anyway, so we got talking. In bottom line, he asked me out. We went out, you know, a couple of dates and stuff like that. And something seemed wrong. And I oh, asked him if he was that's married. Good. Yeah. And he said, "Of course." He said, "No." So I started doing some investigative work, and <laughs> he owned a house in Atlanta with some woman, and he claimed that was his daughter. And I'm like, okay, so he travels around with his job and everything so anyway so i got his number and i called his number and a woman answered the phone oh wow and i'm like okay so i asked to speak to him and he got on the phone and talked about a nervous guy uh i'll call i'll talk to you later i said no 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 let me let me explain to you if you call me again i will definitely call her and tell her that we've been seeing each other. I never heard from him again. <laughs> wow. But his lies was obviously to be involved with me. Right. And there's no telling how many other women he had uh, in other cities. Oh, yeah. Because he traveled with his job, you know? Yes. So his lies was just to yes. get to me. I think this is a common problem in our society in these days. I think people, and maybe not right now because of COVID, but people that have traveled for jobs, it's easy to get caught up in that kind of thing. Oh, my goodness. I cannot tell you the number of patients I get that come in from having these relationships and starting to see that things aren't adding up and they're being lied to and how... It's terrible. People with multiple families and all these lies in there, they start getting little pieces of something that starts to not add up. And then they come in the room and they're bringing. But he, but it's but what he told me is true. Right. Like they're like wanting me to verify that what they're feeling is a lie isn't really a lie. And I'm like, when, it, when the facts aren't adding up, the facts aren't adding up. Well, man, I want you to when did you start suspecting in this situation? How did you get at the decide the decision to call that number? And I, I, I can't explain it. It just didn't feel right. Right. There it you go. just didn't. I just had this inner feeling. Yeah. And perhaps it was God letting me know. OK. It was just an inner feeling that it was like. There's something wrong here. Do right. some do some investigative work, you know. Right. Yeah. And thank God this was not or this was extremely early on. Okay. Yeah. We'd only gone out two or three times, and oh, and then what really raised suspicion? <laughs> this is what raised suspicion. He gave me some money and told me to buy myself a Christmas gift. This was way later on, or no, a gift. Buy me a gift. What in Christmas time? It was after like Chris buy a gift, and. I thought, why doesn't he go buy me a gift? Right. <laughs> why is he giving me the money to go pick out what I want? Why won't he go with me to pick out something? I'm like, this is all strange behavior, you know? Right, yeah. So just, you have to follow sometimes that inner knowing. And 
you know, as a woman, I had was divorced, and you know, and you many times want to. I'm not dating anybody now because I really don't really. I have too busy a life. I don't have time for that. But some women are so desperate, right? And men too, men too. Yeah, that they just have to have someone in their life, right? That they will overlook those kind of things. Well, that's just my imagination. This, no, no, no. Follow that gut feeling. Check it out because you're going to get hurt. So in the good. End. I wasn't hurt by this at all. I hadn't invested much time into it, and it just made me mad, actually, you know, that he yeah. would lie to me. Yeah. But some women will put up with that just because they don't want to be by themselves. Yes. And men, too. Men will do that, too. Anyway, mm-hmm. that's all I just want to weigh in. I had a personal experience. Well, thank you for that. Y'all, ever heard, y'all never heard that story, I No, think, I've never so. heard that, Nan. Mm-hmm. No, that's yeah. good. Thanks for calling in and sharing. You're Appreciate welcome. it. Yes, ma'am. All right. Talk evening. to you soon. Great show. Okay. Uh-huh. Bye-bye. Um, Dr. Angel, she brings up a really good point. And we know Nan, she's a friend of ours. She would be more intuitive, probably than the average woman walking out in the sure. streets, right? Mm-hmm. She's a person of principle. She's a person of honor. She's a person of truth herself. So, but even with that, there are a lot of women and men who have fallen for the lie because they want to believe it. Sure. Like, I've never been happier than with you. and it's, uh, You're everything I've ever dreamed about. And, uh, you're the most beautiful. You know what I mean? Well, and you know what? Let's bring up that show on Netflix, Dirty John. I was just thinking of Dirty John when she We're was talking. The brain right. This was a very smart Dirty John. I've woman. watched it that whole series twice. It's like five or six seasons. Yeah, and it's right? a true story. Ay, ay, ay. And this woman was a very accomplished, smart, educated true woman. True story. True story. And, you know, got into this relationship with this guy and coming to find out as his truth. And it's and she, even when she started finding things. She still overlooked it. She didn't want to believe it, even when her kids like called her to account on it. Sure, when her kid hired a private investigator, I think it was, yeah, and came with evidence of this. And this was a doctor, a surgeon, supposedly. Correct. And then finding out that he really wasn't a medical professional, and then finding out like all these, you know, there was a legal history, an arrest record, and this happened. And you guys got to watch this series. It's very good. good. Very good. It's on Netflix. But and I don't. Don't want to shame her because there's so many women that find themselves in it or men that find themselves in those but situations. But this became a life and death issue. It did. It, 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 it escalated. escalated. And the problem. Oh, somebody on the line. Okay, let's let's hear the caller. See, who are you, caller? Hello, this is Jeff. Hey, Jeff. Hi, girls. How are you? I have a question for you. I called a couple of weeks ago, and you guys were on your. Uh, a vacation break, maybe. Oh, Christmas okay, and it was one of our reruns. Yeah, was, I think we. It were. was a rerun. Yes, yeah. It got me because it was about bitterness. Ah, yes, yes. I yeah, yeah I remember and, putting that on that night. Yes. Okay, that that one hit home. So I mean, it, I, I listened for a good 35, 40 minutes, and I tried to get you guys, but you weren't there. So I try. I'm, I don't want to rehash. I don't want to take back of uh, what was what was said today. It's okay. But I wanted to touch on some bitterness of. Go ahead. That you guys spoke about, and yeah. it really kind of hit home. And I don't know how bitter can get better, and better can get more bitter, or whatnot. I've been in a certain field for thirty years, thirty plus years. I took a job, and the people that there, the people that were there, didn't know that I had been in the business that long. So there was some jealousy, there was some bitterness, there was yeah. some anger, mm-hmm. and it. It was probably three, four weeks into the job, and that's, I'm trying to just learn my way around the new 
job right. that I have. Yeah. And now the old guy, the guys that are there are green. Okay. They, this is their first job that they've had and they've never done this type of work before. So they got really mad at me because I never had to be trained. I never had to do anything that, that regard, you know, that, that requires me to learn what they've learned. Cause I already knew that when I was like 12. Right. So when you said, so you touched on bitterness, I don't know how to stop somebody from being bitter, but you said kill them with kindness. I remember that. I, I believe I remember that in your in your mm-hmm. podcast. We probably I, said that, yeah. And I, I've been trying my best. I'm biting my tongue. I'm doing everything I can. Uh, okay, I'm a little older than the guys that are there. I'm not going to lie to you. Probably by 10 years. But, you know, this. I wasn't job hopping around like they were their whole life. I was doing this field of work, and now that we're working together, they see me as a as a Mr. Know-it-all, right. uh, you know, and I didn't know how to... A threat. I don't know how to talk to them without them thinking that I know everything because, I, to be honest with you, I'm not trying to pat myself on the back, but I do know what they're doing mm-hmm. better than they're doing it. Well, and that's you know, why I have a different aspect of, of doing the job and they don't like the way I'm doing it because it's not the way they were trained. So they were bitter about that. And I don't know right. how to stop them from being bitter. Well, and here's the thing. Like, we cannot control how someone else feels. So all we can do is how we can control how we respond to them. Um, that's where we were talking about the kindness and acting kind and opening up that discussion. And, you know, when we do have more knowledge or more experience, sometimes just coming across and what can I do to help you? What can I do to support you? I, um, and I have tried that. I said, look, I have other ways to show you guys how to do your job, maybe a little bit more efficient. I don't want to step on my current supervisor because I'm the newest guy on the crew. You know what I'm saying? So it's kind of tough to for them to listen to me while they're still learning from their boss. Sure. And sure. I know more than the boss, which is... It's sad. It puts you in a difficult situation. And sometimes just laying low a little bit and building those relationships um, is a good way to kind of help, you know, minimize that threat. Very true. We had a come to Jesus meeting about this. You know what I mean? Yes. Not to bring Jesus into the party. but (laughs) Right. Yeah. They they did say, you know, the one guy, you know, he he says, I seem like a Mr. Know-it-all because I know everything that they know. I wasn't taught or trained like they were. It's just it's, it's irritating that I have to I have to try to be friends with somebody that already paints me as a Mr. Know-it-all, a, you know, a jerk or whatnot. He doesn't want to talk about anything other than work, but it's tough when I ask him how his weekend was or whatnot, and he doesn't want, he can't respond. He doesn't want to talk. So it's kind of like, are you that bitter? Yeah, threatened. Over, I think he feels, experience. I think it's more of a threatening thing, Jeff. Um than a bitterness, but I may be wrong, Dr. Angel. Go ahead. No, I mean, I think he's, you know, definitely sounds, and that happens. It's very common in the workforce. And and so sometimes it's just, you know, you kind of have to lay low a little bit and really work on fostering those when they, you know, not offering information unless you're asked for that information and praising things that they're doing to help build up their own confidence. And um, it it can be a little tricky to navigate, though. And kind of. Yes. I I have been trying that. Hey, good job, man. Way to go. Hey, you need help. There you go. There you go. If you like we share the driving opportunities in the car or the truck. Oh, wow. So and I'm there 10 minutes early. And the boss tells us what we're doing, so I get all the equipment on the truck. Meanwhile, this guy that's bitter comes in right at the stroke of 6.30, gets in the truck, and doesn't even know what we're doing because 
he wasn't there for the morning briefing. Right. And now I, I got a, if we didn't put his equipment in the truck, he would be sitting there. Uh-huh. So we're, we're reaching out, trying to help, but he doesn't acknowledge that we're helping him. Or doesn't say yeah. thanks. Hey, thanks for getting my, my equipment. It, it's just yeah. it's, it's building it. You know, I try to, Hey, do you want to drive today? Or, you know, I know you've been sitting in the back. You want to drive? I'm just trying to, well, you're you're doing good things. You are, yeah. and you know, and some people just they're they're too hard hearted, and um, you know, a lot of times people you know feel threatened or angry when other people are doing what they're not willing to do, and they they know they're not willing to do it, and so um, they do not like other people's motivation. Yeah, they don't. And so sometimes people that they don't change that um, they are looking to do the least amount and get away with it and mm-hmm. still look yeah. good, and so yeah. The yeah. laziness. And I, I would just yeah, suggest but. that you take a, and you maybe you already do, a posture of, this isn't getting to me. I'm fine. Just that, because you are secure in who you are and what you know and your job performance, I would just, you know, be kind of nonchalant about it. Not like, let them know it's getting to me. Well, you know, it's true. You know, a lot yeah, of times I, I, I tell my people that, you know, when you're in a situation like that, sometimes you have to do it like a horse race, you know, kind of go in with your blinders on and do what you came to do. Right. You're not mean, but you're not super engaging either. You're kind of just doing doing you. Um, yeah. So that they don't have the That's opportunity to make horses, your life. That's what they do horses, don't they? They, they put do. blinders on so, so they, they can't can see. see. They can't see what's happening around them. So kind of. Going in and with your own focus and keeping your blinders on. But it's I, we acknowledge that's a tough situation tough. to be in. And a very common one, unfortunately. Yeah, unfortunately. And it, it, you know, I, I didn't even mention it. It, it, does, it maybe it's not. It, maybe it's irrelevant. But it's it's a it's a. I don't even know how to say it without just saying it. I'm white. He's black. Okay. You know what I mean? So and it, that it, can it, be it, a problem. I don't too. want to be that. I'm not a racial person. I can't right. carry that word, that hate. I mean, yeah. I can't oh, carry yeah. that. No, I'm, that's I'm horrible. a skinny person, and I can't. That's a heavy word. But yeah. you girls have been amazing with talking, just talking to me, talking about today's show. I'm sorry to interrupt today's no, show. We, no, that's what ago. we're about, Jeff. But you can call in any time, brother. You, I wanted to get you girls live. Yeah. So I had some feedback back and forth and the banter oh, any is, is time any time and, and i hope there's a lot of people out there that are listening to these shows that are well, on can talk because we, we think so between you guys yeah. and good morning america and our good morning clearwater and the rest of the shows that are on there they're awesome i mean it's just, oh that's great um, it's just amazing to to have well, this yeah. outreach or this Tell people about it. We're in our seventh year. But, you know, the thing is, Jeff, we love what we're doing. So you call in any time. Yes. And we have some people like the lady that just called a minute ago. She calls in, well, maybe once every month or two. So we love that, you know. So you feel free any time. And, yeah, tell people about the show and... And yeah, that's what we're all about. Yes, and and you know what, Jeff? You, You just, you run your race and you do you to the best you can. There you go. And we hope to I hear from you it. again. Yeah. And you sure will. All Thanks, right. Thanks, ladies. All right. Good evening. Thanks. Okay, bye. bye. That was fun. That, that was, was great. great. I yeah. love that. I love the interaction. Oh, we, we need to we need to stress that more. We just don't say it much, but we, we are not. a talk show. We are, and I, I love when we get callers. I, I do, think too. we kind of started getting into a zone, and then we kind of, you know. Oh, we get so caught up in what we we're do. saying, right? Yeah. <laughs> 
We do get it in a zone. Well, but it's not in a in a bad way. I mean, we're just trying to teach. We're both teachers, natural born teachers. So that makes it we get into that zone, I think. But I love the bouncing ideas back with our audience. That is very it very instructional, really. It is, you know, and you know, and I I'm gonna praise the courage that Jeff had to call in the yes. show because the problem he's experiencing at work, I hear these types of problems all the time yeah. in the counseling in room. Your counseling so, rooms. You know, a lot of people are having job situations where they have the experience or the education or knowledge and they're walking in, they're experiencing this negativity from other coworkers and jealousy and anger and it's hard. And, and in this time of social injustice and yes. we are all for social justice and we are all for um, these racial problems dissipating in our nation but sometimes something can be taken as a racial slight or whatever sure, and sure. so caution has to be taken and it's hard sometimes hard. to walk that line when you don't want to give that impression that that's not your heart sure and, and i would say one final thing to jeff is live your heart sure do you live explain your that? Live, live your, your truth. Tr- well, there it oh, is. Oh, my goodness. We rolled it all the way we around. We rolled it all the way around. And without any notes, of course. <laughs> and so uh, explain that. Sum that up because you have about a minute and a half to do that. Oh, sure. Because, you know, I get, <laughs> I have some people that will just, you know, to fit in, they'll act like they don't know things and take back their, edu- you know, try to dumb themselves down for a better word to say that with um, so they could kind of blend a little better but that's not their truth be who you are yes just be a kind who you are with a good attitude and it's you just got to do you and and you can't control other people we can only control how we respond to them that's true and we know that you are an accomplished therapist phd mental health counselor and seeing patients and and in a year and a half almost two years your practice has gone crazy and you're adding personnel yes. and you can reach dr angel at dr angels development.org dot com dot com yes is it? Yeah. Oh, okay. It's dot com. It's <laughs> dot com. Who knew? Uh, anyway, and set up an appointment with her, and that would be great if you need that or tell somebody about it. Uh, because it's so important that we do live our truth, and we do try our best to become better than we are. You know what Correct. I mean? And I, you know, handling only, things better, you know, the only person we should be in competition with is us ourselves. Right. Like I want to be better today than I was yesterday. Exactly. I want to grow forward. Right. And we can by life's experiences and how we react to those. I, I like you the way you usually say respond, not react. Yeah, we do not want to react because react is an impulsive, off-the-cuff, emotional. We want to respond. We want to respond where it's right. calculated and we're in control. We're going on with this dialogue next week. Tell a friend. We don't know what we'll be talking about, but it'll be the value of truth, and you can call in. So, um, and, and we really love to hear from our audience. So yes, we, we do. So we encourage you to do that. And tell people about Goyard. We don't do any advertising. <laughs> uh so we probably should. We do a few. Well, we used to. Last year we didn't. We we used to do uh, events, street and street, street events and, and stuff. Things. But that was that's gone. Well, actually, I will be at an event next week on Thursday in the city of Seminole. There's a fit over fifty health and wellness. It's free to the community. Wow. And so Dr. Angel will be there. So if you stop by, give say so hi. Saturday. 
Yeah, that's a Thursday morning from Thursday 10 to morning. 1. From 10 to 1. Where's it at? At the City of Seminole Rec Center. So right okay. on 113. So Dr. Angel will be there. Mm-hmm. All right. You might even get one of our little squeegee Yeah, we have. Balls. I We do. We have stress balls. I have uh, <laughs> fidget stuff. And come say hi. So say hi to her a week from Thursday or this Next co- Thursday. Come next, next Thursday week. morning, 10 to 1. 10 to All 1. Right. Okay. So that's where she'll be. Um, and so, as always, we just love being here with you and uh, tell a friend about it we're on facebook on her page and mine um and i just wish we knew who you were we don't even know i don't know who i am but i'm dr angel oh that's who you are we get so confused around here don't we tommy sometimes i think you're tommy i don't know who you are and but no i just like to tease you about that the truth is what's the truth you're dr angel i am dr angel and i'm mama mac and I have 14 grandchildren. <laughs> and that's my truth. <laughs> and this has been Go Yard. <laughs> and we'll see y'all next week. God bless. Good night. WTAN, Clearwater, FM 106.1, WDCF, Dade City, FM 102.3, WZHR, Zephyr Hills, FM 104.3. Listen.